Hi, welcome to the Everton Way. It's a little over 24 hours since the Merseyside derby ended and tempers have now started to cool down. So what did we make of the Everton performance yesterday? I do feel desperately sorry for the Blues fans. If Everton can show that attitude and fight against one of the top sides in Europe in their own backyard, then why haven't they done that for the rest of the season? Straight after the game, I was on to my friend Mark, slating Anthony Gordon's diving. Gordon spent more time on the ground and went down in the area as much as he could to con the referee. Sadly, the one time where he went down legitimately under the weight of Joel Matip's challenge, he should have earned a spot kick. Gordon is the one bright light for the Everton this season, and if they do succumb to relegation, he won't stick around as he's too good a player. I'll add the proviso that he stamps out the diving out of his game if he's going to progress. The idea of having two banks of four and relying on the speed of Gordon and, ironically, Iwobi almost worked to a T. Sadly for Everton, the strength of the bench came into it and it was the introduction of Luis Diaz and the Everton albatross Divock Origi who made the difference. Everton's whole ethos reminded me of Jose Mourinho when he came to Anfield with Chelsea many moons ago. Liverpool needed three points which would have all but secured the title. But Mourinho set his team up to frustrate Liverpool, slow the game down at every opportunity, waste time. And that's what Lampard did really well at the weekend. But I still can't help thinking that the Everton players have conned the fans with their performances this season. If they can play that well against us, why not against every other team in the division? I did watch Everton against Manchester City at Goodison, where Rodri handled the ball and Everton should have had a stonewall penalty. And I can honestly say that the two best Everton performances this season have come up against the best two sides in the league. That smacks of an attitude problem. While we're on the subject of attitudes, personally, I'd sell Richarlison. I've no doubt he's a very good player, but he spends more time rolling round the floor and waving imaginary cards than actually playing. He's a bad influence, and possibly a bad influence on a player like Anthony Gordon. If they're in training and Gordon sees Richarlison going down, he's going to do exactly the same thing. You lie down with dogs, you come up with fleas. If I could sell him and get 40 million or thereabouts, then I'd take it. And before any blue noses start saying, it's not enough, it's not enough, we want 70 million. Let's remember that Erling Haaland will leave Dortmund for 65 million. It's the away games that are major, the, the major issue for the Blues. Their home form sees them sitting in 12th place just in the home table, with seven wins, two draws and just seven losses. But away from Goodison Park, it's a nightmare. Everton at bottom of the pile, with just one win, three draws 
and 12 defeats. Having researched the remaining fixtures, I think this is going right to the wire. I have all three teams ending on 37 points. If that's the case, Leeds goal difference of minus 30 could be crucial. So after the dust finally settled, what's my take on the Everton way? After the weekend's results, I now believe Burnley will stay up. Watford and Norwich are dead and buried. That means just one slot left. And that's going to Leeds. Leeds have been dragged into this. And by the time you listen to this podcast, they may, may well have lost points against Crystal Palace. Palace have nothing to play for but pride, but they will give Leeds a game. See you next season, Blue Noses. Thank you.